Welcome to the journey of you, where we equip you to think with purpose, empower you to act in purpose, and encourage you to live on purpose. Hi, I'm Tonya. I love to learn and I love to teach. As a coach, I get to do both. I get to learn about you and about the ways that I can help you. Then I get to teach you how to reach those goals you've set for yourself. Infidelity in my marriage has affected me unlike anything else that I have experienced. It stripped me of my confidence and self-worth and caused a level of insecurity that wasn't there before. I lost sight of who I was as a woman before I ever became a wife or a mother. But through God's love and grace, I slowly began to see myself as he sees me. Loved, chosen, accepted, enough, worth dying for. I realized that my identity was solely in Christ, not in a man or his actions, or his search to validate things in him that had nothing to do with me. I matter, and so do you. That's why I want to help you see yourself the way that God sees you, one mindset shift at a time. In order for you to get started today, you can go to www.thejourneyofyou.net forward slash five truths. Again, it's www.thejourneyofyou.net forward slash five truths. And let's get you started thinking with purpose today. Today, I want to cover what's your motivation? What is it that gets you up in the morning and gets you going? And is it attached to anything from your past? Or is it your current present or something you want to do in the future? The reason I ask is because that's something that I've been really studying here lately in terms of my motivation and the underlying root causes. And so you might be thinking, oh, well, my motivation right now is, you know, I want to be debt free or my motivation is I want to get promoted, you know, or something along those lines that you're thinking of. But I'm talking about even deeper below the surface level, not where you're thinking about, like I just said, you know, whether you want to get promoted or, you know, whether you want to make a certain purchase or you want to be debt free, but really that deep below the surface level stuff. And for me, I've, I've had three motivations in my lifetime. Um, and I will say it's been acceptance, approval, and validation. And sometimes I don't think that we really think about how much those kinds of things affect us, um, even stemming from maybe our childhood or maybe it was a traumatic event, you know, as you were growing up or even as an adult that has really shifted your motivation. And so when you're thinking about all the things that we do, I know the Bible tells us that everything that we do, we're supposed to do it as unto the Lord, um, you know, and to do it with love in our heart. And I guarantee you that every single thing that we do is not always something that we're doing with love in our heart. Sometimes you aren't so cheerful when you're serving. Um, sometimes you might be doing it because you feel obligated or you want that acceptance or approval or that validation. And that's what you're striving after. And then for, you know, a while, you know, you're doing well and you, you have the right attitude about it and, you know, you're getting it done. But then all of a sudden, bitterness or resentment comes in and you feel that shift because maybe you didn't get that approval or you weren't accepted or what you did wasn't validated. And so now it's like, OK, well, what was your real motive? And so you have to do a heart check. Because maybe you did start out 
in the right frame of mind, you know, your heart was in the right place, but then you got burned or you were hurt or overlooked or not appreciated. And now all of a sudden it's like you resent doing that activity or resent serving in that capacity because it didn't get you the outcome that you wanted. The thing that's so tripped out about that is you might not have even known that's the outcome that you wanted. Like you might not have known you wanted that approval or that acceptance or that validation, or maybe you wanted somebody to react a certain way or feel about you a certain way. And you thought that doing that particular act or serving in that particular way was going to elicit that reaction. But when you didn't get that, it affected you negatively. And that is a major eye opener of an area that you have to work on. We're all works in progress. It's nothing to be ashamed of, but it just helps you to shift your perspective of, okay, let me work on that area. Why is that bothering me? Why do I care about that person's acceptance? Why do I care about their opinion or their approval or their validation? And so being able to determine the root cause of that so that way when you are serving or, you know, giving generously or freely that you really can cheerfully and freely give and it not be something that you feel obligated to do or something that you feel like you have to do just to get that other person's approval because you can't control how other people feel and you're human. So inevitably at some point you're, you will disappoint other people. And so your motivation can't be solely just to gain their acceptance or approval or things like that, because it might be something that you never actually attain. That's one reason that I try to remind you that God's approval is the only one that you need because no matter what you do, even when you make mistakes and mess up, it doesn't change how God feels about you. It doesn't change his love for you. It He doesn't cast you away or look at you differently. Like he's constantly molding you to be exactly who he created you to be and trying to get you to that purpose that he originally entailed for you to do that he designed you to do. And so that's what you want to be looking at and thinking in that bigger picture of those overall terms. And so determining what is your motivation behind the different actions and things that you do will help you to stay focused on that and be able to pinpoint that. And so as you're discovering those things, that's what I want you to be thinking about. Like, how does this line up with your purpose? How does it line up with who God created you to be? And if it isn't lining up, how can you get to that point? How can you lay it down at his feet? where you aren't seeking after, you know, approval here or validation there because you know that your identity is in Christ and that ultimately you aren't always going to get that approval or validation that you were seeking. And so pinpointing why you want that and kind of where that breakdown happened. You know, maybe it was a promotion that you wanted that you got passed over and now you're upset about it. And it's like, okay, well, what did that promotion mean for you? Or what was your motivation behind wanting it? Was it just because you felt you deserved it or that you worked hard? Or did you think it was going to help you to get to this certain level? Like, what is that motivation of being able to pinpoint that? So that way, when life happens and things don't go the way that you want, it doesn't throw you completely off course and leave you stagnant or stuck in a rut um, because it didn't go the way that you wanted. Because uh, ultimately, it's not always going to go um, the way that we want. And that's a tough pill to swallow sometimes, um, especially when you do, you know, want things to happen a certain way or you believe it's going to happen a certain way and God has other plans. And so just staying in tune with him 
is really important so that your plans can line up with his plan. So that way, when it doesn't always work exactly the same way that you thought it was going to, you can still see how he's working together for your good and still be able to stay on track to keep moving forward and not get stuck because that's where the enemy wants us to be stuck or we're distracted or we're wallowing in self-pity or we're so bummed that we didn't get that acceptance or approval that we needed. Our identity has to be in Christ and our focus has to be on him at all times so that we can keep going and stay the course, even through those ebbs and flows and rough spots of life. And so that's what I want you to think about today. It's just kind of that underlying motivation. What is it that's motivating you to keep going? How does it line up with your purpose? And does it line up with your purpose or does it put you in a completely opposite direction, taking you away from purpose? Because that's important to know too, because of course I always say make your dash count. You have to be intentional with your time. And so each activity that you choose to do or, you know, different things that you decide to partake in, you want to make sure that it's all leading towards your purpose and the vision that God has for your life. And so if it doesn't line up with that, double checking your motivation will help you to say yes to this or no to that. Because everything that you say yes to means you're saying no to something else. And let me explain what I mean by that. So let's say you say, yes, you're going to go hang out with your friends. Maybe you're going to go to the movies and go bowling. But now that you've said yes to that, maybe there was another activity that was going to come up or maybe you were going to be invited to speak at a special event. But you've already made plans with your friends. You've already bought tickets to go wherever you're going to go. And now this other event that is something you really would love to do, you have to say no to because you've already committed to other things. Not saying that you can't make plans to go hang out with your friends. I'm just saying that each time you say yes to something, you're saying no to something else and vice versa. When you say no to something, it allows you to be able to say yes to something else. So you need to be thinking about those things wisely and not just always saying yes, because you're only one person and you can't be in 5,000 different places at once. And you've still got to keep your cup full so that you're not running on empty. And so pinpointing back to that motivation of what's your underlying motivation. And when people are asking you to do certain things, you're more able to determine, yes, this lines up with my purpose and what I'm supposed to be doing or no, I can't participate in that right now because if I say yes to that, it's going to take me away from this. So that's what I want you to be thinking about this week is focusing on your motivation, determining that root cause of what is ultimately motivating you. Um, And then from there, seeing how it lines up with your plan and purpose that God has for you. And if it doesn't line up, going back in and asking him to show you, you know, where you've missed it at or where you can readjust and allow him to help you get realigned. Um, You don't have to be discouraged about it. You know, nobody gets it right all the time. Again, all works in progress. But just be thinking about that. Like, are you looking for acceptance? Are you seeking validation? Are you seeking approval? And if so, who's and why? And how can you shift that to where you're only looking for God's approval? Because when you seek him first, everything else is going to be added unto you. You'll have the favor that you need with everybody, uncommon favor, um, that you won't even be able to explain because it'll just be a God thing. And so that's what I want you to focus on. I'd love to continue the conversation. So you can definitely reach out, um, support at thejourneyofyou.net. And we can finish continuing the conversation, but I want to pray us out and make sure that we seal this word in so that you're able to really think about your motivation 
um, and that underlying why. So Lord, we just thank you so much for this day, Father. We thank you for helping us, Father, to have a gut check, to think about our motivation and our why and ensuring that it lines up with you and who you've called us to be and the purpose that you've given us, Father, that our motivation be to ultimately build your kingdom, Father, and to be everything that you've created us to be, Lord, that we seek you first, Father, and your approval and your acceptance, and that we keep our focus there, Lord, and that in the times that we do get thrown off or falter away from the course, Lord, that you just help to draw us right back in, um, accepting and loving us in your open arms as you always do, Father. We thank you that nothing can separate us from your love, and we thank you for leading and guiding us, Father. May your word continue to be a lamp unto our feet and a light unto our path, and may we hide your word in our heart that we might not sin against thee. We ask these things in your sweet son Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I wish you all the best this week, and again, reach out, and let's continue the conversation. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's show. We hope that you are leaving feeling equipped to think with purpose, empowered to act in purpose, and encouraged to live on purpose. If you aren't sure where to start and you would like to have the first five truths to help you build that foundation to start thinking with purpose, head over to thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped. Again, that's thejourneyofyou.net forward slash equipped so that you can download those first five truths of getting you started to think with purpose and really pursuing all that God created you to be. I'm excited to do this journey with you. Remember, this is your journey. It's where your life begins.